You're listening to GP Works, the podcast for and about general practice from the Irish College of General Practitioners. I'm Aileen Amara and with me in this episode is Professor Claire Collins, the Chief Operating Officer of the ICGP. Welcome to GP Works, Claire. We're here in your office. You've been Chief Operating Officer for how long now? 14 months, Aileen, and it has absolutely flown by. Um, Yeah, it's been a great time. It's been a busy time, uh, but I'm very happy with the impact that I've made over that time. For those who don't know you, could you introduce yourself, please? Uh, I doubt there are too many out there who don't know me. Um, I've been in the college uh, for 20 years now. And um, I suppose those who who may be wondering, oh, that name, it sounds familiar. They will know me as uh, the previous director of research. Um, So I did that post for 18 years. Um, And uh, prior to that... I had experience in a multitude of organisations, statutory, non-statutory, private sector, uh, academia, etc. Personally, I'm originally from County Offaly, but I have lived in County Wicklow for over 20 years now. You ran your own business at one stage, didn't you? I did. Um, I did run my own business for for quite some time. And I had a variation of clients, uh, again, as I say, across uh, different sectors. And I came to general practice uh, essentially because I had a number of of clients in the general practice arena. And yeah, the path just led me here. No background in general practice yourself, no? I don't and no family background in general practice. However, my PhD was in medicine and specifically public health and epidemiology. Um, so obviously, you know, I do think and I think, you know, recent events has has um, emphasised the link between general practice and public health and the importance of that. So I suppose maybe indirectly there was, you know, there was always a link there. You're a professor. I mean, you talked about your research background there and your 18 years in the college and research. Tell me about that. So um, I am a professor in Ghent University in Belgium. Uh, in public health and epidemiology so back to my back to the roots essentially Um, and I've been in that position since as a visiting professor in that university since September 22 uh, based in the Department of Public Health and Primary Care. Uh, As part of that role I um, supervise a PhD student and uh, currently supervising two MD students also. So you haven't given up the research area, have you? No, and I, I, I think it, in reality, um, sometimes isn't it a bit like buses? You wait around for, for ages for them to come and suddenly two or three come together. Well, it was a bit like that for me in terms of opportunities. Um, and this post came up around the same time as uh, I obtained the professorship. Um, so, look... Uh, who wouldn't grasp those opportunities with both hands. So no, I haven't left uh, research behind. And I think with the, you know, I suppose the extent of my research career, that would be very difficult to do. Um, I mean, I wrote over 30 years in the research environment um, and this the post in Ghent really came around due to my involvement with the EGPRN. Um, and I was, I mean, I was on that executive board for almost six years um, and chair of their uh, research strategy committee. As a result of that, I co-authored their um, the research strategy for general practice in Europe. And 
largely through those activities became involved in a range of international projects and essentially that led then to the, the, the position in Ghent. So no, very difficult to leave that behind. However, um, you know, moving to this role was, was really, within the college, was a natural progression given the changes that had occurred anyway over time in the role that I was taking within the college. Which leads me to my next question. You you succeeded Dermot Fallon, who had been in the position for a long time. And to some people looking in from the outside, they would say, "Whoa, they were surprised that you, that you went for the position." Um, yes, uh, I suppose I can understand why people might be surprised. Um, however, you know, over the years, and, and I've just referred to that, I suppose, in in the last question a little bit, in that I had changed positions within the college. So over time, I had migrated into other roles and had become the director of people and culture um, I had become a member of the senior leadership team. Um, and essentially, when when Dermot uh, decided to retire and this post was advertised, um, obviously, I considered it because I, you know, one was going to be leaving behind uh, the research uh, remit within the college um, but also considering where I wanted to go and where I saw myself um, going in the future. I had completed a lead- leadership and management postgrad diploma. I'd be, uh, I joined a number of boards, uh, voluntary boards, um, and through that had gained quite a bit of exposure, I suppose. Um, and on top of that, looking at the college and where the college was, what was happening for the college, the being honest, the very exciting place the college was then in, um, something I couldn't resist. So, Claire, what are your aims as Chief Operating Officer? I think they're fully linked to uh, the ICGP vision and its strategy um, and to a large extent, you know, knowing that that strategy was coming down the line and what it was aiming to do prompted me to apply for this position. Um, so I think, you know, critical for me is that general practice itself personifies excellence in terms of the care it provides to patients and the central position it holds in the Irish healthcare system. And it is important that the ICGP does likewise. And for me, operational excellence is at the core of that. So that's, that is obviously a central aim. Um, while also, you know, keeping an eye to the future, there are lots of developments in the operational field, um, for example, HR, uh, and it's important that, um, that the college keeps an eye to that, and that is part of my role as COO to do. Further to that, um, I mean, as I said earlier, I was director of people and culture for the college uh, for a period of time. Um, and the strategy that uh, that the college has in relation to that and the importance that our people and our people are both our employees and our members are to the college has to be central. And that will be a key aim for me to ensure that those people, employees and members, are central to everything that we do in the college. 
what would I like my legacy to be for my time in the college, which um, I suppose is, is critical to the aims. Well, it, it, if you're thinking about your aims, you need to think of if I'm gone in five years or 10 years or whatever length of time it is, what are they? And I would see that that the college knows, as does its uh, stakeholders, which includes patients, who we are, what we want and where we want to get to. What are the main challenges then do you think facing the college as it approaches its 40th anniversary next year? I think obviously you know we have a new we have a strategy that's 2023 to 26. Critical at this point for the college is embedding that strategy into the organisation and into everything we do and ensuring that we deliver on it. The landscape the general practice landscape is changing. We are all fully aware of the workforce and and workload issues that face general practice and that is going to be a critical challenge for the college it it is currently but it will continue to be going forward and ensuring that we advocate on behalf of our members appropriately but also are part of the solution in terms of workforce and workload for our members internally um, and I've referred to the importance of excellence and the importance of our, our, our people, our employees and learning and development for those employees. I think internally in the college uh, is, is a challenge. It will continue to be a challenge to motivate people to ensure that we have the skill sets uh, and um, to encourage people to continuously learn during their time here in the college. And the college is growing fast as well, isn't it? Uh, with GP training becoming um, part of the college a couple of years ago, that has expanded our workforce. Um, however, aside from that, um, the development of other uh, functions within the college responding to our members' needs has required us to bring in specialist um, expertise and and that too has has expanded both you know our staff numbers but also the range of activities that the college actually is involved in the college will host the Wonka Europe 2024 conference in Dublin as part of its own 40th anniversary celebrations next September what do you hope that event will achieve this is going to be a huge flagship event for the college and um you know, we are all ready, very well considered in the European environment. The last time we held the Wonka Europe conference was 98, uh, 25 years ago. Too long. Um, but it is a massive undertaking, without a doubt. Um, however, it will bring us very much to the fore, I think, uh, internationally. But also nationally, the college and general practice is in a very, very good position. And we need to capitalise on that. We need to use this conference to highlight areas of concerns, but also to focus on solutions and to ensure that we are ready for the changes and the developments and the challenges that are down the line and we can do that by engaging 
with our national colleagues, but also with our international colleagues and learning from one another. So this will be, yes, a huge uh, undertaking, as I say, for the college, but also, I think, an important uh, visible event for the college. Because it can often be the case that we only think about ourselves and what, you know, it's happening in Ireland and what Irish GPs are doing and what Irish GPs are experiencing. But learning from other countries in Europe particularly is, is, is really important, isn't it? Absolutely. And every country, I think, thinks that they are the only ones experiencing a particular challenge. So let's say work, workforce. Uh, but the reality is, you know, when I, when I go to various uh, conferences, when I meet the, you know, international colleagues, they're all saying the same thing. You know, the health systems are different. How we organise our health systems are different. But often the challenges are the same. The challenges of um, producing and training enough GPs, the challenges of retention, the challenges of ensuring um, a a work-life balance, all of those issues are the same across all countries, really. There are very few that aren't experiencing those. So, you know, learning and being able to learn from our colleagues and finding out because, you know, there are countries that are, are um, I suppose, behind us, but there are, as in, they haven't yet experienced some of the things we have. But there's also those that have gone through this already. And we can learn from what worked for them and from the challenges that they experienced. So it is an opportunity um, and one we shouldn't miss. Claire, you said in the interview and forum when you took up this role last year that an important part of your new role as COO is relationship building. How difficult is that in a college that is expanding very fast, as you said, and also now has a lot of remote and hybrid workers? Absolutely. Um, and I think as as workers and employees, we all value that uh, hybrid option and the flexibility that it brings to us as individuals. However, um, from the from an organisational point of view, it certainly has its challenges. Um, and I would see, you know, one of the critical aspects with hybrid and remote, you know, those who are working remotely and, and may never or very rarely be in the college is keeping that sense of community. And communication is critical to that. Um, so, too, is goal setting and also keeping a measure on staff well-being and keeping connected and ensuring that um, our expectations, our productivity, but also the um, links and supports that we have with our workforce are, are aligned. Finally, Claire, what's the best part about your new role? In honesty, the people. The college has a great sense of community. We have um, a very engaged, very committed workforce who are also highly experienced at what they do and are very much aware that we are a membership organisation and our members are central to everything that we do. 
Thanks, Professor Claire Collins, for joining me on this episode of GP Works, the podcast from the Irish College of General Practitioners. Remember, there are lots of episodes on the channel and you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Do tell your colleagues about the podcast too. I'm Aileen O'Mara and thanks for listening.